0: and now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: This is an apostrophe podcast production. Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. These are the things that superheroes have saved us from. Mass destruction, doomsday, evil, asteroids and annihilation, Nazis, mutant viruses, the Joker, Lex Luthor, and loneliness.
2: I think I see looking at at heroes as, my God, there's nothing any of us can do. It's completely out of everyone's control globally.
1: Comic book fan Chris Duker is no superhero, but when a friend needed help recently, he was able to jump in. The friend was bored, lonely, with a side of anxiety and panic over the pandemic. That's when Chris suggested she read a bit of Harley Quinn.
2: She came back to me a few weeks later and said, oh my God, I think I'm hooked. Thanks a lot. And and she's like, you know what? As crappy as my day was, I know that now I can just jump into her and not even worry about anything else, which is pretty cool. It's pretty powerful.
1: Chris changed his friend's life a little. Reading comics changed his life a lot, starting from when he was a little boy and his mother gave him two comic books. The split personality competing adversarial relationship was formed in that instant. One comic was from D.C., the other from Marvel, Superman, and the amazing Spider-Man. Superheroes were his escape and his strength then. He realizes their powers now.
2: If I'm going to pick up a comic book, that's something in a sense I can control. I know I'm going to read about Batman and the Joker fighting, and it's going to be a wild ride. And that's that, in the true essence of it, is... I control that feeling going in, I'm anticipating that, and then when I'm out, sure I'm back in the real world, but I'm like, okay, that was fun, what's next?
1: The origin story tells readers why superheroes became super, and what drove them to become a hero. For Superman, it was being orphaned when his planet Krypton was destroyed. A young Bruce Wayne witnessed his parents murder and becomes Batman to fight crime. Diana Prince, formed of clay by her mother, becomes an Amazon and is sent from Paradise Island to spread a message of peace among warring nations. There is a sense of mission from all superheroes, but also for many of them, a pervasive loneliness. They are orphaned and aliens. They've been banished. They exist on the outskirts of society and they're forced to hide their true identity, who they really are in order to do the good for others that they need to do. They are alone. As are so many of their readers. The printed word, books, magazines, academic journals, have all gone digital, especially newspapers. Clark Kent's newspaper, The Daily Planet, was originally named the Daily Star. Superman co-creator Joe Schuster came up with that because he had worked as a paperboy at the Toronto Star. In 1938, when Superman first appeared, the Toronto Star newspaper cost three cents. These days, the Toronto Star has a printed weekly readership of 952,000 and a 5.79 million unique visitors every month. But comic books have resisted the digital times. Digital comic books account for about 4% of sales. And Ralph D. Bernardo, owner of Jetpack Comics in Rochester, New Hampshire, says there is a reason why comic books you can hold in your hands still remain more popular than digital versions. Comic books are as much about collecting as they are about reading. People who buy them buy special bags to store them in, it's a tangible piece of paper. Ralph's favorite superheroes are the Fantastic Four, and comic book fans form relationships around collecting and gathering in comic book stores and conventions like Comic-Con, because they, like the Fantastic Four, form their own version of family. Each year, the comic book industry gathers together for its largest promotional event, Free Comic Book Day, which in normal times takes place the first Saturday in May every year. The annual giveaway in 2020 was cancelled due to the pandemic, but it rose from the dead, bigger and more powerful. From being just one day on its own, the event over the summer led to a free comic book every week from July until early September to take into account social distancing. It was an opportunity for the industry to gain new customers and secure the loyalty of existing ones and they do it through local comic book shops where anyone can go in and get a free comic demand for comic books before the pandemic were at record sales in 2019 1.21 billion dollars worth of comics were sold in canada and the u.s an increase of more than 10% from sales in 2018. Nostalgia has lured many fans back to collecting and discovering new comic books during the pandemic, according to owners like Ralph DiBernardo. Sales online have skyrocketed, as have in-store purchases the comic book industry has gone through ups and downs over the years. There were super highs, like when a ten-cent original Superman comic book that introduced the world to the superhero came out in 1938, later sold in 2014 for a record $3.2 million. And when the first ever X-Men was released in 1991, 8.9 million copies were sold, That was around the time of a speculation boom when collectors hoped that a first edition would net them millions of dollars one day. In the year 2000, actor Nicolas Cage reported his first edition Superman comic book was stolen from his home. It was later recovered in a San Fernando Valley storage locker and sold for $2.1 million in 2001. Cage had purchased the comic book at an auction just four years earlier, in 1997, for $150,000. The actor is such a fan of comic books that he gave his son Superman's birth name. And he changed his own last name from Coppola to Cage after the Marvel superhero Luke Cage. There were also low points, like when Marvel Comics almost went bankrupt in the 1990s. The company was in such dire financial woes that Marvel sold the rights to one of its biggest marquee superheroes, Spider-Man, to Sony Pictures, for $7 million in 1999. Three years later, Spider-Man, starring Tobey Maguire, made $114 million in its opening weekend. That movie, you might remember, ends with Peter Parker walking away from his girlfriend, Mary Jane Watson, after recognizing that his superpowers are a blessing and a curse. The ability of superheroes to deal with adversity can actually provide lasting life lessons especially for children, says Nikki Martin, the program head of early childhood studies at the University of Guelph, Humber.
3: That trauma, that adversity, that loss can sometimes create a feeling of loneliness because you see the world differently than other people see it. So you're able to, when you've seen The darker side, when you've experienced your parent, you know, losing your parent, that is a very different experience than somebody who's never lost, never had a loss.
1: That grief of losing someone important is a connection that ties superheroes and villains, giving them more things in common than we may initially think, says fan Chris Duker.
2: There's many villains that are alone, too. And that can easily go, it's a fine line. Then the villain gets more on the side of revenge, and people don't understand, and they're misunderstood.
1: What separates superheroes and villains, says early childhood educator Nikki Martin, is the path they took when adversity happened.
3: We become resilient in a way that is pro-social and helpful and become a hero and can take this on to save others, or are we left in our own isolation and have to deal with it ourselves and become more negative and see the more negative side of the world and that the world isn't supportive and caring and that we have to hurt others in order to survive?
1: When superheroes isolate themselves, whether it's brooding on rooftops or in bad caves or even in the fortress of solitude, there is a reason Neuroscientist Paul Zare has written books about how science and physical training, like martial arts, created superheroes like Batman and Iron Man and Captain America. He says the aloneness of these characters give them a connection to non-superheroes, the people they need to save, and the readers.
4: I think the main lesson there is that it's okay to be by yourself. It's okay to contemplate things. It's okay to take some time to think about stuff. It's okay to step back from things. We don't have to be, you know, seduced by the idea that we're always supposed to be connected socially through all kinds of media and all kinds of other, and physically and digitally or whatever the kind of mode might be. We we don't have to be doing that all the time.
1: If superheroes were only super with no faults or ability to connect to the people they were trying to save, readers can't relate to them. We read comic books on our own. It's not a shared activity. But what is shared is a connection that even superheroes are lonely and apart, just like mere mortals. In fact, for brain health, Paul Zare says it's good for ordinary humans and superheroes to be alone.
4: A lot of times in the comics, of course, there's a fine line between the time to reflect you know we think of the fortress of solitude that tends to have a feeling more of reflection and kind of deep insight and and that kind of thing you know the back cave is similar but it can be more brooding sometimes but also more you know doing some work down there but again it's isolated but really when we think of some of the characters who are on rooftops sometimes the way they're shown that is a bit more possibly you know ruminating over things rather than just getting a break from things.
1: Superheroes step into their roles of helping others after they go through a period of being alone. They needed to recognize that being set apart gives them a mission. They aren't like everyone else and never will be. After time in isolation and solitude, they accept their loneliness. It becomes their mission and that loneliness is compounded when they realize they have to stay apart from people they want to protect in order to continue doing their mission. Writer John DeVore, who writes a blog on male masculinity for medium called Humongous, believes this desire to help and belong creates superheroes. And knowing that belonging will take away their superpower is at the heart of many of the struggles that superheroes endure. To be like everyone else takes away their superpower. At the same time, their superpower keeps them apart and alone. I have a joke that Bruce Wayne, Batman's alter ego, you know, Batman's greatest villain is probably
2: cognitive behavioral therapy.
1: Superman is an alien who wants to just be Clark Kent, an ordinary newspaper reporter, all the time. What happens if a nice person has the power of God? What would a not-nice person do in order to get those powers? Superheroes sell brutality as the solution. And and that is is lonely. Violence pushes you away, but violence is not social. Superman needs to be in his fortress of solitude to work out the meaning of what all that means. He has the loneliness of being in-between. The wanting to be ordinary, but the certainty of knowing that is impossible. This is why the journey superheroes take, the comebacks they have to engineer in every episode, are so compelling and draws readers back comic book after comic book. To have a superpower, and we'll get to Stanley's thoughts on this later, is lonely. That's because we all have a compulsion to be unique and also a deep desire to not stand apart. And we'll be right back. Here's a cool fact.
0: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
4: That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: The Black Panther movie became the first Marvel comic book superhero to be nominated for a Best Motion Picture Academy Award after its 2018 release. The superhero character was played by Chadwick Boseman, who passed away in August of 2020. One of his most enduring legacies was the Wakanda salute, which sparked pride in many black public figures, with everyone from politicians to athletes publicly demonstrating how to do it. Two fists crossed over the chest. It's also the American sign language symbol for a hug. It got a revival during the pandemic when celebrities and college officials touted the salute as the perfect physical and greeting we should practice instead of handshakes and hugs. Staff writer Micah Peters asked in an article for The Ringer in 2018 this question, If you're a superpower or have superpowers, then how long can you mind your own business? Superheroes are compelled to fix and to redeem. Their drive comes from righting wrongs. In the world of the Black Panther, the country Wakanda takes the position of isolationism to its extreme, even though it has tremendous wealth through its resource, vibranium, and technological advances beyond other global superpowers. Whether or not the country has any interest in being one It is one is the point, Peter writes in The Ringer. A superpower is a superpower, whether a hero or a country chooses to do something with it or not. In Black Panther, a country and its people, Wakanda, has tremendous wealth and abilities, and it shields itself from being known by outsiders, creating their own isolation. The villain in the story, Eric Killmonger, argues that the wealth of Wakanda should be redistributed to arm insurgents who can fight the oppression of black people. But his cousin, the King T'Challa, wants to keep his country isolated. Killmonger succeeds at first, but fails in the end. But so does isolationism. Community is the opposite of loneliness. And if writer John DeVore was to build a superhero for this era, it would be someone who can connect villains back into society. Loneliness in this era has created an army of alienation. And the number one survival skill is being able to reach out and make a connection to someone, even if that's your cousin who wants to take over your kingdom. If Nikki Martin could create her superhero right now, her hero would know about isolation and loneliness and have the superpower to collaborate and work with others.
3: Being alone or being lonely or feeling isolated doesn't always, it's not, it's, it, it, can be, it can be a strength, but it also is that people are there, that we all experience, um, we're all experiencing this pandemic and we're all in it together. And so being able to rely on others in, in some way is also very hero-like
1: her superpower would be empathy. Comic bookstore owner Ralph DiBernardo's superpower is the ability to make friends with everyone. A customer once stole a display case from his store. When Ralph showed understanding and didn't press charges, the display case was returned the next day with an apology. Ask Nicole Smith what she wants her superpower to be and she would want to fly from her home in Woodstock, New Brunswick, across the country to British Columbia, Canada, so she can see her son. But that superpower isn't available to her right now, so she'll pick another one. If Nicole Smith was to wear a superhero mask, hers would be Wonder Woman. Mine would be one of Nicole Smith. Since the pandemic started, she and her mother, using the sewing machine she got last Christmas, have been making dozens of masks each day. They started off making masks when Nicole's sister and her father, who are both fighting cancer, needed to wear masks to the hospital. The masks were so popular and so in demand, Nicole and her mom began making them and selling them. They donate most of the proceeds to charities. The most sought-after ones are the masks Nicole created as superheroes. Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, Black Panther.
3: I'll get emails of people asking, you know, can you make me, you know, five Spider-Man ones? It's like, I'm making them as fast as I can. It's done as much for my family as, you know, as anything else has. You know, the, the sense of purpose, I've talked to my family about it many times. It's just... I could have easily wallowed in sadness with, you know, my, my sister and my dad going through cancer, and my mom and I just kind of focused on this.
1: That wallowing compelled Nicole to do something and create masks of superheroes for isolated people who wanted a little bit of those superpowers. Comic book fan Chris Duker remembering his loneliness as a child gave someone the ability to forget about their isolation and anxiety about the pandemic. Chris knows now as an adult that comic books saved him from loneliness. The connection to superheroes gave him a connection to others who loved comic books as much as he did. Getting lost in a comic book and forging a connection with a superhero may not be a superpower, but it is powerful. Isolationism and a shield that hides you from the rest of the world can keep you safe, but others might need your vibranium. If Chris Duker can create his superhero right now, that hero would have empathy and the ability to heal people, ideally, someone who has the cure for coronavirus. We could call this superhero the vaccinator. But he'll settle for helping someone forget their loneliness until the last frame of the comic book with the promise that the story continues. In the end, not the end, there is always resilience. Knowing that his indifference might have stopped a thief who later murders his uncle, Peter Parker wallows in isolation, then realizes that his gifts give him a responsibility. He resolves to help others, and that resolve emerges only after there is time to be alone. Before becoming Spider-Man, Peter Parker needed time on his own to reflect as Superman has to do regularly when he retreats to his Fortress of Solitude. Why we do or don't do what we should or is expected of us takes time. We can have conflicting thoughts or emotions that can only be worked out when we are on our own. It's when we are alone in our own Batcave or Fortress of Solitude that we have the ability to weigh options and determine pathways. There is certainty then. Let's face it, you have to be pretty committed to dress up as a bat. Because a Stan Lee would say it is the right thing to do. What I've always taken away from superheroes is that even they are lonely. And before they can save others, they have to save themselves. No one has a perfect life, Stan Lee once said. Everyone has something they wish was not the way it is. What we can learn from superheroes who are alone and self-isolate is not how we're going to take down the villains in our lives. Loneliness can be a connector. Comic books are still alive on paper and defying the giant of digitization. But they represent something even bigger than that. To collect is to gather and connect with others. That's pretty powerful and can lead us to think of someone other than our own loneliness, like Chris Duker and Nicole Smith did, with small gestures that have the power to protect, like a mask or the power to forget loneliness for a little while. Giving a friend a new superhero to believe in might make a difference when someone is feeling alone. And a mask with Wonder Woman or the Black Panther on it might not entirely keep you safe from COVID-19, but it will help us outlast a villainous virus. Wearing one is a reminder that anyone can do something for someone else. Superpowers won't save us from being lonely. The lesson we learn from superheroes is they tell us we aren't the only ones. We may be alone, but... We are alone together. Alone together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. Theme music by Ian Lefever and Ari Posner. Sound engineer Jeff Devine. Produced by Debbie O'Reilly and Guillermo Serrano. I'm Peg Fong, the writer and host. Let's be social. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at apostrophe pod. This series is executive produced by Terry O'Reilly.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more